Hey guys, and welcome to yet another episode of The Startup Diary. I am Harrison Mudge, and I am with my questionable co-host, Adam Callow. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not in a hazmat suit. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. You just keep yourself on that side of the table. Guys, if you're new here, this is where we share the highs and lows and all the learnings of what it's truly like to build a business. And things are getting really interesting is the word I'm going to use right now because I refuse to be fucking negative about the current situation. We have to keep moving forward. And this is the third show in three days. If you're new to this podcast, I would recommend you go back and at least listen to all 350. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go back and listen to at least Monday show, which is uh, where this whole COVID-19 conversation started on the podcast. Uh, and that sort of brings us on to today's show. Yeah. If you are working from home, podcasts are a great thing to have on in the background. And we do have a great back catalogue. <laughs> go Subscribe, go listen. Uh, and I'd love to know what your 10 favorite shows are. Uh, from the last how long we've been doing this three years long enough and how would they tell us that Adam good question I hear you say they would email <laughs> startupdiary at nbs.fm that's nbs it stands for no bullshit this is the no bullshit podcast network and guys you can tell we're actually weirdly on high spirits right now um, if we're not laughing we're crying mate if we're not laughing we're crying Adam uh, today let's just jump straight into it <laughs> after two minutes worth of banter um a message went out to the team, obviously on Slack because no one else is here but me and you. Um, and I, we've we've spoke about it on a previous show, right? The the hires that we've made. Obviously, we've got Arjun come in, um, and we had Elsa. Else, fuck's El- sake, Elsa. Elsa. Okay, I'm actively making sure I make a mistake there. That's my fault. Okay. I'm literally saying it wrong, thinking I'm making it right. Okay, yeah. So we have Elsa. covered on, we have covered on the previous show the, the two Obviously. roles that we just um, hired for Arge in the business, who's been with us for three weeks now, um, and then Elsa. Has he only been in three weeks? Yeah. Wow. This is probably week four, actually. Thinking about time that. flies, but I remember turning around to Leon once saying, "How long have you been in there? Like four weeks?" He's like, six months <laughs> or yeah. however long." Yeah, that was four months when he said that, but it's because he'd only done four weeks worth of output. <laughs> it's, because, it's because one thing we do expert trades is we measure people on their output, not their time at their desk. That's one of our values. You get measured on your output, and you must have looked at what he's produced and gone, "You've been here four weeks, right?" And that's, that's where that whole fucking thing came in. Anyway, uh, that's um, a really really good comment that is a really clever comment that is uh so yeah so we had two roles we had arge coming in to help with brand line items and he's managed by matthew ford and the website team um and then we had a uh, a, a really interesting but uh, really exciting hire for me um a lady called Elsa uh, and just a fucking rock star it was coming in as an executive assistant to free me up for a minimum of two days a week uh, she was fantastic operationally um, uh, met one of the board members uh, got the ticks all round uh, and the team are fully aware of how excited I am mm-hmm. to have her as part of the team um, because there's stuff that I'm I th- not I think we were all were gen- gen- genuinely excited as well I agree uh, it, the feedback was all all good ra- all around because uh, she's she's clearly someone that can come in and, and plug my uh, the things I'm not good at simple mm-hmm. like the, the operational detail admin side uh, having someone take that off my plate will let me play to my strengths and I was super excited by all that um, yeah that's that's your scene that's your context that's your scene setting yeah, so you sent out a message um, on Slack. Uh, I'm just going to read it, and then we can discuss oh, it. Oh, you're going to read it? Okay, I'll read cool. It. I'll read it. Crack on. Transparency <laughs> is key. Me, 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 me. Um, as I mentioned, my priorities... 
<laughs> I love your typos, by the way. <laughs> it makes things reading so much easier. Uh, as I mentioned, my priorities are your welfare. Now working from home and ensuring the current team is paid in full with no reduction in people or hours. I made the decision today to call Alsa and let her know there is no position available for her at Expert Trades given the current climate. This was, this was an extremely hard decision to make as Alsa is an, ind an individual who would have created a lot of value for the company and finding someone that I can trust in this role is extremely tough. Uh, but the additional cost to the business had a knock-on effect. It creates more pressure on a daily basis to hit increased revenues. It would have put the current role under threat, and this was the line in the sand for me and pushed me to make the call this afternoon. Remember to stretch every day, guys. That extra few inches makes all the difference. <laughs> and that, <laughs> I remember this and that is porn. <laughs> Arj doesn't get this reference yet. Online or inbox if you need me. Uh, yeah, so uh, I guess that last <laughs> so, sentence. So may, maybe clarify the, the porn comment first. Yeah, of course. Um, so <laughs> uh, in terms of the stretch, we asked everyone to do a little exercise on Monday morning, um, which was asking people to reach the ceiling. And then when you ask people to stretch a bit higher, everyone can. I wanted everyone to experience that little bit of burn because that's what I need people to feel on a day-to-day -day basis by putting in the extra effort constantly in the business for the mm -hmm. next four, six, eight weeks. Um, the that is porn reference is... Uh, it comes from our Q1 <laughs> offsite, uh, which we did in January, uh, which was me uh, basically try trying to, I can't remember how it all came up, uh, but I uh, I told the story of there was a, uh, a, it, it, a high we, court judge that had to define porn and he basically uh, said, uh, you know it when you see it. It was in regards to uh, looking professional in the workplace, like dress code and things like that. We don't have a specific dress code. But and people are asking how far like either way. Smart cash, smart professional, however you want to phrase it. Someone like, arrived at like a fucking bum that had been yeah. living on the streets and for the a while. And the question was, how, well, how do we know what's what's appropriate or not? And, and then I gave the story. Well, we know what porn is when we see it. We know what scruffy is or um, yeah, inappropriate is. It Exactly. Thanks for setting the context. But Arj wasn't there then, uh, so he's thinking, what on earth have I stepped into here? Um, so that's the porn reference. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Uh, <laughs> the of most course. important part of this. Um, uh, but H, you wanted to jump on the mics and talk about this. What was, uh, what was the reason? Yeah, I guess it, it was more because it was clearly a very hard decision to make. Yep. And the role that she was coming into was very needed like much, yep. it, you needed someone to do this for you and i guess so my question to you is will you hire her again not again will you will you offer her the position further down the line let's say let's fast forward six yep. twelve months or however long it's going to take for this door blow over will you then offer her the position um 100 so I, I tried to put the message into slack but the, here's where we are today is yes there's a huge amount of uncertainty and i have i've mentioned on a previous show no external meetings but we're going to work out a way to turn this into a positive we're going to work out a way to create value for our members look after them uh, and come out of this uh, with a stronger brand um than we've ever had before because uh, in my belief genuinely i think if if we can support the community now when it really fucking matters uh, by doing the stuff that doesn't scale, by just helping on a one-to-one -one basis when people really need us, 
That's when real brands are, are built. Uh, so I want to go on the offensive and work out what that looks like. But the, the truth is, with with Alsa's role, uh, she needs to come into. The, up until three weeks ago, there was a really defined role and process for her to come into. Uh, but none of that workload uh, that I need, the, the preparation for external client meetings, uh, the travel rate, all, all of this stuff that I was going to be using her for and she was going to be helping me with, uh, none of that's needed for a minimum of eight weeks, as let's just say 12 mm-hmm. weeks. And we don't know whether it's 12 weeks or whether it's nine months. We just don't know right now. And the, the decision for me is, uh, as I roll out cash flow as an example in the business, there are two things that I can play with is revenues and costs. Uh, and I made a commitment to the team that I will do everything I physically can uh, to ensure that we don't need to move down to four days a week or whatever it is. And there's this constant balancing act of how do you hunker down but still move forward? Because those two feel like they are like counter arguments. Like you can't do both at the same time, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to work out how do we cut as many costs in the business as we can without reducing time and hours and stuff like that, but continue to innovate and push the business forward to, to grow the brand. And the truth of the matter is, is I would have been bringing Alsa in to to basically make a bet and say everything will be fine within three to five months mm-hmm. and then her role is going to be needed. Um, but uh, that isn't a bet that I, I felt comfortable making given the commitment that I've got to the team. So I, I picked up the phone and just explained where I was coming from. And normally you, you would go via like your HR consultant and all that and explain her mm-hmm. to give deliver the bad news. Uh, but I think for me, it's, it's no reflection of Alsa as a person. No one expected this. Uh, so I wanted to get on the phone and just communicate, one, how sorry I am because I know how excited she was to be joining the team uh, and just explain my position of increased cost in the business, the role that you're coming to do. I don't need for at least three months. And my goal of going onto that call was to keep a really good relationship between me and Elsa um, and keep the door half open um, because I don't know whether she's going to stay at a current role or find something else in the interim. Or potentially do some contract work for me as time allows and and cash flow allows. But jumping onto that call uh, and delivering the news myself uh, was my my way of explaining and demonstrating the type of CEO that I am, which is very simple, which is if you're in the team, you are family. I'm going to do everything that I can and make the hard decisions I need to to look after my team. And if I'm looking at this extremely objectively over the next three to six months, it's, it's just a case right now of being, as I said on the previous show, being wartime CEO, mm-hmm. uh, making tough decisions and bringing Alter in. It need, I actually cleared like days and days and days uh, across April to onboard her effectively and being in work from home mode and self-isolate and all this, uh, it just didn't feel... Right, which is really tough because having finding someone mm-hmm. that uh, how excited I was uh, that was going to come in and add a tremendous amount of value to the team uh, and me personally, um, it was a really really tough call to make, um, but uh, I still stand by it. Uh, point recording this made, made the call I don't know three hours ago. Um, I guess the, the I guess the question is what could she have done. Because uh, she couldn't do what she was supposed to do because ultimately there would have been nothing for her to do yep. other than like, this is my inbox and I used to get emails. Yeah. Um, but I guess, could she have done anything else? Doesn't probably feel like she'd be doing anything that's related to her job. The problem with having that mentality is that's creating fat in the business. Mm. Like, 
There's an argument to say that you find work for her to do because she's an A player and you retain her for when things go good. Mm -hmm. I can hear people saying that in their head right now. Um, which, which is a fair point. Yeah, which, which went through my head uh, for a lot of it. Um, but the truth of the matter is, is in, in times like this when things are this uncertain um, and I can't onboard her and make her as effective as I want to in the business and get her to do the role that I'd hired her to do uh, because uh, five, four years ago in the business, we hired smart people and found a place for them because we had so much to do. Where we are as a business now, we hire people with very specific roles and mm -hmm. objectives and key results they need to drive. Uh, if I was to come in and ask her to do stuff that was non-core to what she came in to do, I'm adding a lot of expense into the business when one, uh, I'm trying to keep costs down, but two, I have an amazing team around me that are offering me an extra half an hour, an hour, two hours a day, and the extra fluff that can be done my team is already picking it up for me because everyone is digging in. Mm -hmm. So I've actually got uh, the team being more productive because we're stretching, we're digging in, um, and I, I can't warrant the extra cost or bandwidth uh, right now when I need to focus on two or three key things just to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. Really shit decision to make, and I think I would have preferred her to get on the phone and go hell for leather at me and give me shit, but she completely understood. Uh, there's nothing worse there's nothing, is there when someone's completely understanding um, but I just hope um, I hope the way that it was delivered uh, demonstrated that uh, when and if the opportunity arises uh, she will take it uh, because it was really key for me never to I don't like to burn bridges generally uh, but having that tough conversation uh, probably worth a, was worth a lot to her getting it from me mm -hmm. uh, because it will show her that when she does join the company in the future because I, I know wherever she goes to now she'll always be thinking we're the fucking one that got away because she was excited and she could see herself working with a, a CEO as transparent as me who puts people first, which is what she told me and she was excited by. Um, I think we can grab her from wherever she ends up. Uh, I'm really confident on that, to be honest. Um, so That would be interesting. It was just a tough decision. It'd be interesting to have her on the mics in seven months' time and say, what was it like getting that phone call from Adam? Uh, <laughs> and seeing like in her head if she wanted to fucking blow up at me, but she was just being super professional. But... Um, it was a tough decision that needed to be made now and uh, there is no time right now to ponder and think. Mm. It's just about being decisive. And the second I'd made the decision in my head was the second I picked up the phone call to tell her because I owed that to her and I think uh, that's the attitude that people need to have right now because there's going to be some really tough conversations that people need to have with colleagues, uh, with suppliers, with people in the team you've promised pay rises to. Uh, like, can you still deliver that pay rise? Or if not, communicate it to them now. Don't wait until it's due and then say, well, because of the climate, da -da -da, just mm -hmm. go and have the, the conversations now. Uh, if you can't pay your account off with someone, go and tell them. Because what is going to happen is we will get through this. We will come out of this. And the brand, the reputation, how you act now will, will be how people remember you. Mm -hmm. If you uh, show your true colors, air quotes here, that you or a dishonest piece of shit and just try and do what you can to look after yourself, that is the reputation that you're going to hold with you for the rest of your career. Make hard, tough decisions now that you can stand by because opportunity is three months away, six months away, nine months away. However far away it is, it's not that far in the big scheme of things. Don't think short term. Mm. Short term to protect yourself, but long term to build your brand. Balance those two things. Otherwise, everyone's going to come really, really unstuck, unstuck really fast. On that note, we'll um, we'll wrap this up. Uh, I just thought it was worth. It's a fucking um, daily show now. This is, isn't it? It's, uh, it's definitely <laughs> worth just. <laughs> yeah, even my, my my head's spinning from all this now because like every day is 
just it's all just changing it's just bizarre real bizarre yeah i, I want to get some time on the mics whether it's tomorrow whatever it is it's me and you here anyway i want to speak about and i haven't got it i haven't got it nailed down now but what can brands and services and products mm-hmm. be doing in a more proactive manner now to to build to build community to build brand to build trust uh, to fix the process in your business mm-hmm. you've been wanting to spend time on, to educate yourself, to train yourself. So when you do come out the back end of this, that you are ready to capitalize on all the opportunity that will 100% be there. Even just tradespeople, like people are not getting their boiler services now because they don't want people in the house. Well, guess what? When the market calms down and like people become confident again, everyone's going to need the boiler service. Mm-hmm. They didn't get it done in the last three months. How can you position your brand to capitalize on all the opportunity? That's what people need to be thinking about right now. Stay in business and prepare for the opportunity in the future. Like that's going to be some interesting shows moving forward. Cool. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email startupdiary at nbs.fm. And do not forget to hit that subscribe button if you are new to this show. Uh, guys, we appreciate the support. And we know, and I want to hear your stories, to be honest. Like my specific call to action right now is what is your employer doing regarding COVID-19? If you are your own boss, what are you doing for your employees? Are you working from home? Tell us your stories. Let's connect other members of the community. And if you want to connect with other people, head over to Facebook, search Business Startup Club, 250 people in there, all happy to help out. See you in there.